we are geek-centric, and you can be too. Hello and welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast and welcome to our special Behind the Geeks episode for the Netflix series Avatar The Last Airbender. My name is Justin and if you're joining us for the first time, well, we are Geek-Centric, a podcast covering the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geek-Centric. Today it's just me introducing the lovely interview that we were fortunate enough to take part in, Uh, but before we do, I just want to say a quick thanks to our friends at Netflix and Netflix Canada for actually setting up this interview. Uh, Nate was fortunate enough to sit down with two actors from Avatar The Last Airbender, and I'm sure if you've looked at the the notes and the title, then you already know who it is. First, we have Canadian legend Paul Sun Hyung Lee, who uh, you might know from Kim's Convenience, but in Avatar The Last Airbender, he is playing the iconic role of Uncle Iroh. Plus, Nate had the chance to talk with Daniel Day Kim. Uh, If you're familiar with that name, he is from Lost. He plays Jin, one of our favorite roles. Uh, But here in Avatar The Last Airbender, he is playing Fire Lord Ozai. Uh, This is a very insightful interview. Uh, You know, both share their insight and uh, appreciation for bringing these characters to life in live action. Uh, Plus, they have a little fun with some quote-unquote thirst tweets at the end. But without further ado, here is our interview with Paul Sun Hyung Lee and Daniel Day Kim from Avatar The Last Airbender. Enjoy. Hey, Paul. Hey, Daniel. My name is Nate. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me on the Geek-Centric Podcast. Oh, thank you. Today? So, you look great. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's a kick-ass gamer's yeah. chair you've got there. Love the setup. Thank you very much. Thank you. I thought the the red with a bit of the, you know, fire lord in the you know in the presence of the the fire nation i thought was a good idea appreciate um, that <laughs> i'm such a huge fan of of both of you and so it's awesome to get into chat with you about this show which uh for so many people is so special and it's so special to me uh for both of you what's been your favorite part about uh, adapting these beloved characters that have played uh, such a significant role in so many people's lives wow uh that's that is a tremendous question um you know first of all it, it's a huge honor to be able to yeah. do something like this, right? Because this is a, a franchise that, um, you know, has had, uh, is deserving, I think, of, of an adaptation, you know, like new content, first new content, live action at least for at least 14 years. So it's a big set mm-hmm. of responsibility. It's a big responsibility, first of all, because, you know, it is a beloved series and we wanted to do right by it and be, remain respectful to the source material and keep the fans happy, but at the same time, not do a one-for-one sort of adaptation, right? Like we wanted to give the right. fans something new to sort of cheer for and bringing in a whole new set of fans. Uh, and so it, it is, I, I think, something that is of this, this scale, the epicness of this show. I, I don't know if you've seen any episodes, but uh, like oh, the yeah. VFX to the cast... Uh, it's got this huge, wonderful sort of. It it's been compared to Game of Thrones in terms of the scope and the depth mm-hmm. of it. Uh, and to be part of something like that, I think is every actor should get a chance to do that at least once, and to get caught up in that. And the fact that it is, you know, primarily Asian cast, Asian creatives, uh, is, is something that makes it even more special. And of course, 
working with supremely talented individuals like this gentleman here, that's a dream come true for me. Like, I've been a Daniel Day Kim fan for oh, yeah. decades, right? And so now I'm sitting beside him. That's why he has to say this, because I'm sitting right beside him. <laughs> Man, you cut me, Shrek. You cut me deep. No, I, I yeah. love it. It's, it's just, and Ken, working with Ken that's too, right? right? Yep. Just, yeah. And then seeing Very the next cool. generation of young stars just absolutely crush it mm -hmm. is, that, that makes my heart sing too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel, how about for yourself? I guess um, one of the most fun things for me in adapting the character uh, was just to find a way to literally humanize him. Uh, mm. You know, we're, we're talking about uh, source material that is a cartoon, literally. Uh, and, um, you know, we can also call it anime, whatever, whatever word you choose. We're taking a different form of storytelling and turning it into something for humans to play. And so how do we then approach our characters in a way that dimensionalizes them? Uh, that mm -hmm. was a lot of fun to do. Very cool. Um, I, I, I'm loving what you both are doing on the series. I've gotten to see eight episodes and you're just, you're excellent. Uh, this might come out of left field a little bit, but Paul, uh, I'm sure you've seen the, the countless uh, thirst tweets over Zaddy, Fire Lord Ozai. Yes. Um, but in the series, I mean, Iroh doesn't do too bad for himself. Oh. Uh, have you seen Have you seen any thirst tweets for Uncle Iroh yet? No. <laughs> no. Direct them to me, and I'll be more than happy to comment. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I uh, no, I have I have not. And that well, just... I mean, because he goes through a, a bit of a change in the original series. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking Maybe. about. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I this this guy showed up with you know that complete thirst trap bod. He did like three push-ups. He showed up all cut. And uh, <laughs> you have an entire generation of fans who are now like, you know what, Fire Nation's not so bad. Maybe Ozai was right. But <laughs> but I will say like, the tweets in support of Iroh are overwhelming, and the mm -hmm. tweets in support of Paul playing Iroh are overwhelming. So you know, the, there's a lot of love out there for for this guy and his character. That's and that's meant a lot. That's meant a lot to have the support yeah. of fans. Um, it, it it means the world. As a fan myself, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think we should get the the hashtag, you know, uh, instead of Zaddy, maybe Zunkle. <laughs> Zunkle Iroh. Go ahead. Um, you heard absolutely. it here first. But, oh, no, I awesome. did see something. Somebody, like, called me Uncle Daddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you I'll go. I'll take that. I remember that. Yes. That works. Uh, well, Paul, Daniel, thank you so much for for taking uh, this time to chat with me. Uh, Paul, fellow Canadian, hey. I got to shout out your work on, on Kim's Convenience, thank of course. You. Uh, and of course, now in The Mandalorian, I'm so jealous. You're just living every Star Wars fan's dream. Absolutely incredible. And then, Daniel, the story of Sun and Jin, uh, for me, is probably one of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, so oh. thank you both so much. You're, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Cheers, guys. And that is it. Huge shout out again to our friends at Netflix Canada and Netflix for setting up this interview. Uh, we're so humbled at the opportunity to talk with two of the more iconic characters from this show, especially Paul, who is a Canadian. Uh, we've always wanted to have him on here. He's a he's a geek. We're geeks. It just it just makes sense. He has a show 
about fun boxing. We have a show about fun boxing that we used to do for our toys and collectibles. So, yeah, it's it's an absolute honor. And if you'd like to watch these interviews, they are available on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash geekcentric. I've also added a link to it in our show notes if you'd like to get there a little bit faster. But, hey, stop over at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Subscribe. That's where we post all of our video interviews. Now, Avatar The Last Airbender is out now on Netflix for you to stream all eight episodes. Uh, there are reviews out there right now, but if you want to hear our thoughts, if you want to know what we thought about this series and all eight episodes, well, you can listen to that right now. It's in a spoiler-free episode that's available on all podcast feeds. Nate and I really get into it, um, and it's two different perspectives. As Nate mentioned in the interview, he's been a fan of the series for a very long time, so this show does mean a lot to him. However, for myself, I never really got hooked into the show. I'm obviously familiar with the lore and what Avatar is because I am a geek and the show is on so many different people's top 10 and top five lists of best shows of all time. Uh, so I'm aware of it, but I feel like having no knowledge might have worked to my benefit of how much I appreciated the show. That said, I won't spoil anything else from our review. Go take a listen to that on all podcast feeds. But hey, if you're also a fan of other things outside of avatar like star wars well we do have a whole bunch of star wars bad batch stuff going on right now we do have two interviews out right now my interview with brad rao uh, supervising director and executive producer and jennifer corbett head writer and executive producer of bad batch season three we also have another interview with michelle ang who is the voice of omega uh, that was led by nate and meg both of those interviews are available on all podcast feeds and on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Again, I'm going to plug that channel so you can get over there. We also have our spoiler-free review for The Bad Batch Season 3. We were fortunate enough to see the first eight episodes, uh, so we share our thoughts in a spoiler-free capacity. No worries. We won't spoil anything for you. Uh, but we will be talking about the first three episodes that premiered earlier this week in our Watch Club, which will be hitting podcast feeds later. Later today. Um, but if you want to reach out to us and let us know what you thought of this episode and what you think of our interviews, well, you can reach out to us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on the app formerly known as Twitter, X at GeekcentricYT or on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. We got a lot more reviews. We got a few more interviews coming for the month of March. So be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And hey, if you have the chance, feel free to give us a review. Let us know what you think. Uh, really helps us in the long run get more listeners and grow. So share the love. Until next time, I appreciate you. Peace. <laughs>